What is up, everybody? We are coming to you live and direct from Asgard with my main man, Rubana. It is another episode of the Runa Sasha podcast coming to you live and directo on this beautiful, what are we, what's today? The Monday? Yeah, I'm already Monday. lost track of the, I'm already <laughs> lost track of days. I think it's the last Monday of March. Is it really? Yeah. No. Next yeah. week. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> We're teasing when we record these guys. Uh, but yeah, we got another episode of the Run Nostalgia podcast for you guys. Uh, I didn't watch so many movies this this week. Uh, I watched a lot of uh, TV, so we'll get into that. Uh, but how you doing, Ruben? Pretty good. I, I didn't watch too many movies either. I just saw one epic badass movie that we could talk oh, about God. after. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> here we go people <laughs> uh but yeah uh this shouldn't be like a a heavy uh episode i know we have a story we want to talk about later i don't know if we've talked about it on here forgive forgive us if we have i don't think we um, have it's I, a good story it's I one of the first times right we went now. to the hollywood uh the avalon in hollywood uh first of many uh that venue is now turned into like a weird club lounge. They don't even do shows there anymore. It's so weird to like think about like all these venues that like rotated, like that were at one time venues and stuff. And now I, I go, to, I'll like pass by them when I'm going to LA and shit. And I'm just uh-huh. like, what the hell? Like this used to be a venue. Like what happened? Like, cause the promoters get like popular there for a couple years and they move to another venue. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Yeah. It's like weird. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about that because it's like the Avalon turned into, uh, they have this thing, I think it's called night school or night out and like they are really good. It's like a, it was like a Monday show and it was like a Hollywood show. Like uh, a lot of A&Rs and shit would show up there because they would have like a lot of unsigned talent and they would have them like every Monday. What's an A&R? Like a audio, what are they called? Uh, A&R, like somebody who develops talent, like a record label. Yeah. Who finds and develops talent, basically. Who, like, goes out and searching for talent to sign to record labels. And uh, they would show up there. And so, like, a lot of people within the past year, like, played that that little that place. Oh. And it's, hey. it's cheap. It's, like, I think it's, like, a $10 show. But the thing is, it's on a Monday night. And it's, like, you know, it's a lounge show. Just that shit don't open till 10 o'clock. And I don't know. So yeah, it's crazy. I'm not going to drive all the way out there for a Monday night show. <laughs> I'm, kind of, uh, I'm kind of flirting with disaster right now. Why? Last night I had like a like a pretty bad allergic reaction or something. To what? And I don't see. This is the thing. I don't. I don't really know. Hundred percent. Like I had yeah. like my skin was like really hot and my lips were like super itchy and like burning. Yeah. And then like I was like wheezing and it was hard for me to breathe. And then like yeah. my my face was just like hot. Like I felt like super flush. And then yeah. I had a really bad headache for a while. And so I, I took some like Claritin or I don't know. It was like I don't. I think it was Allegra. I took some Allegra. And it took a yeah. long time for it to like kind of die down. But the only thing that I that I think it could have been was I had a, a mango cart. COVID. No, a mango. COVID. My, <laughs> I drank like a, a mango cart, right? Uh huh. And that's like the only thing I could think of. Everything I think I had like Carl's Jr. for lunch. You like those mango I mean, carts? For dinner. Yeah, they're all right. They're, I mean, I don't. Prefer, I mean, they're okay, you know. But why'd um, you have them? I got one right here again. Well, why'd you have them? Um, we Mickey likes them, so so we bought them. Oh. So yeah, I don't like them. They're too artificial flavor for I me. I just opened up another one, so we'll see if this is the cause or not. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird, but like it's I because like all the symptoms you explained are like COVID symptoms. You're like, uh, <laughs> 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 hey, but you might want to go get tested. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this beer don't taste like anything, you know. 
I don't know why she yeah, likes it. Like, yeah, my face is flush. I have a high fever and I got a killer headache. You're like, uh. <laughs> I can barely breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Uh, but yeah, we have a story that we're going to tell. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's one of the first times Ruby got high with me. That's for sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I guess we can just get into what we saw this week to get it out of the way. Um, I guess I'll go first cause you said you only saw one thing. Yeah. 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 You go first. All right. So basically I saw a couple of things, but there's a couple of things. I saw a lot of things, but there's a couple of things I want to recommend. Um, so like I've been hearing a lot of th- things about that, this show on HBO max called bear town. I uh-huh. guess it's like a Danish film, a Danish show or whatever. And people were like, oh, my God, like, it's crazy. Like, it's about this small town hockey team. And, like, uh, it has, like, a seat. Like, a it's, it's got, like, a dark storyline. And it gets, like, real intense. Um, it's only, like, five. It's, like, a mini series. It's, like, five episodes. I watched it. And I was like, yeah, it, w- it it's not as good as everybody w- I heard talking about it saying, like, oh, this is, like, a great show. And, like, they mix hockey with, like, these big small town problems. And I, I didn't like it. No. I wouldn't recommend it. Is it long? Yeah. Uh, no, they're hour episodes. It's only four episodes. I think today uh, airs is the last episode, the finale. Um, but I don't know. It's like too typical, like these shows that are coming out now, like Your Honor. And uh, I don't know, like these shows where it's like, you know, somebody gets in trouble. Then they have to like figure out, you know, like who's telling the truth. Kind of like the night of like. Oh, yeah. Have I you, know, have I you like seen the, the trailer for that new HBO show? It's called The Last sure. Cruise. The what? It's called The Last Cruise. And I guess it's like it takes it's like a documentary about the like the cruise ship that was out there in sea when COVID happened. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's a documentary. It's a documentary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I'll watch a documentary like that QAnon documentary. I really want to watch because I hear that they identify, like, uh, uh, they identify who, who essentially who they think Q is. Oh, really? Um, in the doc, yeah. That's like you know, because like <laughs> everybody was like making fun of HBO, like because the joke was like all these HBO docs they always go like unanswered. It's like why am yeah, I watching yeah. like a four hour doc and you're just like, oh, okay, so nobody can solve the case. Yeah. But it's like I guess they identify like they they make the assumption of like who they think it is. Is that out already? Yeah, it's out. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I kind of want to watch it. Um, I saw that. I watched this show called Generation on uh, HBO. Uh huh. Um. It's uh, it's also like a little mini series, and it's basically like a realer Euphoria. Like I don't know if you ever saw Euphoria. No, never seen it. So hyper uh, uh, Euphoria is like hyper stylized. It's like hi- hyper hyper real, like, and it's like super intense. The show, um, and this one is about a school, like just high school kids in Orange County. Like it, it seems like it could be in like Santa Ana somewhere, and uh, Santa Ana Costa Mesa area. And it's just about like the kids, but the pilot is shot so well. So the pilot is basically the uses a, uh, uses a, a party as a, a plot device. So like the whole story is ev- how everybody gets to the party. Like, so it's introducing all these characters and it shows how they get to the party and like why they're acting the way they are at the party. You know, it's really good. It's like, once you figure out that plot device, it like should hook you. It's like really good. It's That's, one of the best pilots I've seen in a long time. That sounds awesome, dude. What's it called again? Yeah. It's, it's called generation 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 with a plus instead of a T, but just generation. But, um, they're 30 minutes an episode. The Mm -hmm. first, uh, the pilot, I think is like 45 minutes, but like, I was like, I was kind of over it. I was kind of like, oh, so this is going to be like euphoria, but like tame, you know what I mean? And then it's like, after you go through the first storyline, cause you're just like, oh, okay. So this guy's goes to a party and then they show the next storyline and it's like, oh, they end up at the same party and you see why that girl reacted the way he did because that person's doing something. And it's like really cool. 
And so it does like all five of these main characters like that. And, uh, it's, it's, it was really cool. The, the, like the storytelling device that they did. I was, uh, I was kind of blown away. I was like, Jesus, this pilot's really good. And, uh, it gets like, it, it's kind of tropey uh, right now while I'm watching it, but it's good. It's like, you know, it's like one of those shows where it's for people who aren't necessarily connected to like Twitter or like, uh, plugged in. It's like in the internet age, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like a lot of like references to shit that is now like, but it's almost like they're hitting you over the head with it, you know? They're not trying to be smart. They're just trying to, and like, it's almost like I feel like a a, a show for like parents who have no idea what's going on in like the generation now. Okay, that sounds you pretty. I mean? That sounds good, man. I'm so there's like, to watch that. So there's like a girl. She's like a black girl, and she's like, I can't be racist. Like she's <laughs> she's super annoying, but she's funny, you know. But yeah. she kind of has a point. She's like, I can't be racist, or I can't be a bigot, and she's always saying like the f word, like f a g and shit like that. And you're just like, what? And she's like, oh, it's comedy, man. I'm doing a bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like super annoying. But it's like, uh, they play like tone. It's it's good. I, I, I don't want to say anymore. It's good. Okay. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I saw that. I saw uh, uh, Justice League, which we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched Speed because uh, I was drunk that night when yeah, I was texting yeah, you guys. And I just wanted something to watch. Uh-huh. And man, Speed is a great movie. <laughs> so it holds up. It's good, dude. <laughs> It's like so good. I I, think, I, I think man, I, I I think it's coming out on 4K Blu-ray soon. I think so. I think yeah. that's probably why it's like in my like my algorithm or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was just like, oh man, like I haven't seen this movie in a while, and you watch it and like, man, right away it just hooks you, dude. You're like in it. Like, it starts. I totally forget that he's at a coffee shop, you know, and then he uh he leaves the coffee shop and like everything's normal. And you're like, all right, so you're like, when is he going to get on the bus? And then he, right away, that bus blows up to that his friend in the coffee shop he's talking to. And it's like, bus blows up, Dennis Hopper gets on the phone, and he's like, hey, hot shot. And he's like, you're in, like, you're going. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the pacing of that film is, like, genius. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I saw that. I saw uh, Nate Bargetsy's, uh stand-up special, The Greatest Average American. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I just realized while watching that special, what is that? I saw it maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, that he's a clean comic. Really? That like blew he that like blew my mind. Uh, I didn't know that, man. That's like that's so crazy to me. Like, it's not that he's he's not a raunchy comic, but he's also not like like Brian Regan, like super clean. But that's like what's so genius about it him. He's like a doofus. It shows how he's good like, he is, you know. By us not even picking up on that. He that's was crazy, clean, yeah. right? And so that's like that's his character. His character is like the most. Um, the most uh, righteous doofus, like the most right, right, dumb, dumb guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like he has that super famous bit where he's talking about uh, time travel. And he's like, if I went back in time and I'd be telling all these guys like, yeah, like a hundred years from now, people are going to be talking on a computer in their, in their, in their in their in their pocket or whatever uh-huh. and then it's like that guy's gonna ask you well what's a computer and you gotta explain and you're like uh it's like these boxes that I, like com- like communicate with satellites and they're like what's a satellite and you're like oh god <laughs> it's like a spiral <laughs> it's like, of i go hand. back in time i go back in time to like tell these guys and now i'm like an idiot now i would have to like go fucking pick up dead bodies in the fucking ditches <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a great bit uh but yeah he's a funny guy uh he's having a moment right now for sure for sure um, and yeah, it's crazy. He does a, it's a, it was recorded during COVID at Universal Studios and, uh, he's got some really good bits, man. He's, uh, it's crazy that he's clean. And like, I just realized it. I was just like, wait, what? I've never heard him cuss on stage before. And I was like, wow, that's intense. <laughs> um, I saw that. And then I saw, 
uh, Happily. That was the movie I saw this week. Uh, did that just come ben out David. like on, on Apple? Was that? I, did that just come out like on VOD? Yeah, it's a Joe McHale movie. Oh, okay. And it's uh, the Ben David Grabinski. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, I just got an update. Sorry, dude. I was like so bummed. I I was I, the Clipper game was on today, and I kind of give up. Like on the way home, they were like down by five, and I was like, "All right, all right." Like I said, you know, I went to In and Out, and so I was in the drive-through, was watching the game, and then I was like, "All right, down by five, halftime. Let me get come inside, eat dinner." And then I checked the score after dinner, and like literally, dude, the score they were down by five, and then they were down by twenty-two, and I was like, "What the hell just happened? This is in a matter of like five minutes." Like, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh man, these guys are gonna lose again." And then I was checking right before we got on the pod, and it was right at the end of the third, and they were down by eight, and I was like, "All right, all right," and they just won by nine. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy, <laughs> like, so man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like that movie, Happily, it's uh the Ben David Grabinski uh movie. The only reason I know about it is like the beyond fest guys were really pushing it so like i guess he's like a he he wrote a lot of the new are you afraid of the dark stuff oh okay and this is a first time movie he's done shorts but this is his first time movie uh i recommend it for you i think you would really enjoy it um i like movies that have a premise that you don't like there's there's not going to be explanation it's like a high concept uh-huh but it, it only works to me in comedies where it's like, okay, a guy shows up at your door and he gives you these motives and you're just like, you have to follow him. And then you're like, in the sh- in the movie, they're like, fuck it, we're going to kill this guy. And so they kill him. But then that guy, they bury him and then that guy starts popping up everywhere. And so uh, like, okay. oh shit, we have to go along with what he wants us to do. Yeah. And that leads to a string of things because uh, uh, they go to like, they try to run away. So they go to like a, a party that their friends were throwing for the weekend. And then while there, that guy comes and like shit starts happening. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's very good. Uh, it's super sharp. I think it's like an hour. It's either an hour and 30 minutes or hour 45. It like flies by. But like I said, it's all in the dialogue. Um, a lot of character actors show up in it, like Charlene Yi. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, what's that guy's name from uh, uh, Road Trip? Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. The, the, the skinny dude? He, the main guy from uh he also comes out and he had like he was in the 90s he was like that guy he comes out in clueless as the skateboard guy with like the long oh, hair okay, yeah, yeah. Murphy's into. yeah yeah <laughs> um he he's in it al madrigal's in it um uh joe McHale, obviously uh a bunch of character actors when you see him you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh what's his name uh paul Shear. Oh, okay. Uh, Natalie Gonzalez, I think is her name. But anyways, it's a good movie. It was like super funny. I think you would enjoy it. It's cool. only like six bucks. Uh, I saw that. And then the the one thing I did want to recommend uh, this week to all the listeners, if they're listening, and to you specifically, um, is Conan's doing this thing. Conan's comedy booker, J.P. Buck. He's like a super famous comedy booker. Uh, he does this thing on YouTube now. They have like a – it's a, a, a series they started called The Setup. Uh-huh. And they're essentially fifteen minute uh, fifteen minute videos, and they interview uh, comedians about their first set on Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's pretty and cool. So, so they go down with like the breakdown, the tags, like you know, like uh, the JP is like they'll watch it and then he'll be he'll like pause it and be like, okay, see, I really like that tag because you're doing this, this, and this. And then the comedian goes in and he'll be like, oh yeah, I got that tag from this comedian, or we thought of this tag because we were in the green room at Meltdown, and you know. Um, and then it goes into like how they felt and it's just like, but it's cool. It's like 15 minute segments that I, I basically watched all of them. I think there's like 10 or 11 of them right now. Um, 
but yeah, they're good. Like they do the Gary Goldman. I don't know if you've ever seen his airs, uh, his uh, abbreviation bit. It's like one of the, my favorite bits of all time where he uh-huh. goes through like the guys that named who named uh, the states, like who abbreviated them. And he has like this whole this whole uh, uh, comedy routine. I think it's like seven minutes long where he's talking about like these idiots, like back in the day, they went through each one. And then they it's funny because like some then you realize like why some states are named like what the fuck? Like Kansas and Alaska, it's like one's A.R., one's A.K. It's like, wait, which one? But one comes first. Yeah, it's like it's it's funny. Um, But yeah, it's 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 cool. Like. They just started doing it. Um, that guy's like, he's a super famous guy. I think his first name is Jamie, but his name is JP Buck. Um, he's super famous because, like, obviously Conan has done more for comedy than any other stand-up comedian. Yeah. Or any other any other, any other late-night host, I'm sorry. Because, like, he's had so many comics on his show. Like, that's currently, probably what he's going to yeah. go down. What's that? I said currently. Because wasn't, what's his name, like, the biggest... Uh... The Tonight Show. What was his name? Uh, well, the Carson. But yeah, if you, Carson, like yeah. the Carson, yeah. But if you look at like how many comics he's had in his run compared to all of them, he's like miles and miles oh, ahead okay. of like Letterman, Leno, all of yeah. them. Like, because you instead of like having a comic con like once a week, he's having like a comic con like basically every other day. You know oh, okay. I mean? Back when he had a show. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of comics get their break on his show. Um. And so, yeah, uh, that was really cool. Uh, I, I recommend that. They're like 15 minutes short. Some of them are like seven minutes. That sounds awesome, man. I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, that, and then we saw, I saw Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Cool, man. Cool, cool. you said you watched that. So I, um, so I, only, so I read a, I, I read a book. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. it's, well, it's called The Blair Witch Project, but it's, it's by Russ Gom. You know, Arrow, Arrow Video, like Arrow Movies, well, they have a, a book department now. A publishing, yeah, and so they published this book called The Blair Witch Project, and it's pretty much like, like uh, the star- it's pretty much like the fandom, and then like everything that went into making the movie. <clears throat> so like, pr- like um, how in the beginning when when it first came out, like the way they did the advertising was like so like first of its kind, you know, making everybody yeah, think yeah, it's like time, yeah. yeah, like if it's like a real uh, thing. Where and- they made they that, what are the, what were those pages called? Uh, they were called something. They're like Yahoo pages. I forgot what they were called, but uh, I don't know. It was. It's like a type of page, like a flash page or something. Like they were called something. Um, it was like the server that they were on. Oh. Damn, I forgot, dude. Like uh, uh, damn, it was like right there on the tip of my tongue. But anyways, yeah, they made that website where it was like the three kids went missing and like explained the whole lore. Of, yeah. Like, so so they what they did was they released a documentary about the movie like on History Channel or something. And it pretty much talked about like it, like what really happened, right? And then they went off at saying like, okay, here's yeah, based the on footage. the based on the story, not based on the movie, based on the story of the Blair Witch, right? No, no, they no, based like on the movie documentary. No, based on the movie. So they 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 showed like the characters of the movie, like they made a doc. So they pretty much they made the movie and then they made a documentary about the movie, like if it really happened, and then they aired that on History Channel. So when people saw the documentary, they're like, oh fuck, this really happened. This is like a a thing that happened, and then. Later on, they said, "Oh, here's all the found footage from that documentary." Got it. You know okay. what I mean? So that's what got everybody like, "Oh, like thinking got that it. it's real." So that's like what they did, and that's what made it such a huge success because everybody went into it thinking, "Like, oh, they all saw the documentary, and now they want to see the actual footage." Yeah. Then he made that. The what's his name? Eduardo Eduardo Sanchez. Yeah. They made he made the website to go along with all that. 
uh-huh. that was like to show and so people would like leave the movie theater and this is when I'm trying to think of that fucking name of that like a uh, certain type of webpage but yeah they would go to that and they would see like you know missing or whatever and yeah like, the, like holy shit it's real like yeah like you want to go that was home like and, the first movie to do that yeah go home and do your research on it and stuff and then it's just it's yeah. all there already you know yeah right. it was just like the planning of like releasing it was just crazy you know like all this stuff they did ahead of time but it's like it was a really good book. I liked it a lot. It's, it's like not even that big of a read. It's like two hundred pages. It's That's cool. like the uh, highest grossing movie of all time when you like take the, into consideration the budget, like how much like uh, the difference between they made how much it was made for and what they made. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's it call it? Um, it's really close Paranormal. to it. Yeah, that's really close to it. Yeah, I think, but that might be I think because par- like the thing with Paranormal is made for so like for more money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think Paranormal is like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't I know. This was this was yeah, like they that, filmed it like on, there, which is like micro micro. Yeah, budget. micro. That's budget. why like people always bring that up. Yeah, I remember like when my parents saw it, they gave out like barf bags, and like <laughs> I remember they like they dropped me off at my aunt's house, and like and then like I was like, I I was I really wanted to see it, but I couldn't. You know, I was really small. And I remember they they came, they brought back like the barf bags, and I was like, it blew my mind, dude. And I was like, what? And then I saw my cousins, and they all fell asleep, and I stood up watching it, and it fucking scared the shit out of me, man. Uh, the Blair I didn't Witch, see Blair. Go ahead. The Blair Witch and The Exorcist were the two movies that scared me the most as a kid. The Exorcist, I still can't watch. I'll have nightmares. The Blair Witch, it scares me, but I know it's not real. But, like, even The Exorcist, I know it's not real, and that shit still fucking scares me. Because it's like, like The Blair Witch, what's that? It's like if you get lost in the woods, dude, like, your, your mind's going to just race anyway of, like, the, the uh, shit that I can mean, happen. It is, at that point, you're going to die, period. I don't really care. <laughs> Like, I'm not gonna be afraid of that. Whatever. If you're not gonna get, if, but, you're, if you're not gonna get raped by a bear like Leonardo DiCaprio, you're gonna get fucked over by a witch. You know. Basically, dude, <laughs> La Llorona is gonna come for oh, me. Dude. Dude. <laughs> have you seen those those videos on TikTok with um? They'll have the speaker of, of La Llorona, you know, and then like they're in Mexico and they'll play it, and like all the kids fucking run scattered. They like, run. Oh yeah. hell no! I never see. That. I don't even want to see that. See shit like that. It's like you're messing with karma, dude. No way. I'm not gonna watch that. Dope, dope, dope. No, but what I was gonna say is about Blair Witch. Is I, uh, I've told you that before, but that movie, I got freaked out. I didn't see that movie until later, but I got freaked out because my sister came home, and that night she fell asleep, and she said like. She, she she heard like sticks pounding on the door <laughs> and she said that she looked outside her window and in one of her because we used to have bushes in the front yard she said she saw one of those like the Blair Witch crosses hanging that's crazy and I don't ever I'll, I never knew if she like was fucking with me I never asked her anything but like yeah. I that shit freaked me out I was like uh I should have watched this movie and then I remember I saw it I saw it way later because I saw it when it was on DVD at the time were DVDs out when you can rent Blair, Blair yeah. Witch or was that still VHS I know it's DVD, I think. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I saw it because I remember paying – I I paid – it was $5 at the time on DVD, and uh-huh. that was, like, really cheap because I bought it at a pawn shop. <laughs> That's funny, dude. I had, I had found this pawn shop in downtown Covina. They used to yeah. – they sold comics, but they also sold, like, DVDs, and I just went in there and, like, got it. I bought it. I was like, oh, my God, dude, this is, like – this is, like, a $20 movie, dude. This is 5 bucks. Like, I was all geeked. And then That's I watched awesome. it, and I, I was scared shitless. I remember I used to read the books as a kid. Like, they had, like – like young adult books that came out for the Blair Witch Project, really? Yeah, and I used to like them. Like one of them, I just it was one of them was like a photographer, and it had like a red room, and it was like all this shit happening. It was really good. But um, dude, one of my my favorite movie going experiences is like watching the the remake. I, we saw the four. It was like the four DX uh, version of it, right? And um, 
in the remake. Yeah, so Regal, Regal, so Regal, Downtown Live. At Downtown Live, there's a Regal Cinema, and one of their theaters is a, a 4DX theater. And essentially, a 4DX is like one of those simulators in Vegas, but like taken down a notch. So you sit on like these four uh, pedestaled seats. They're all like couches, and you sit on them. And uh, throughout the movie, they like there's like rumble seats, but the whole contraption that you're sitting on, like I said, it's on a pedestal. It shakes like one of those like virtual simulators that people do in Vegas or used to. Um, And then also it's 4D because they like hit you with like water from the front. They like like fog, they blast in smoke. And then they do smell. So you like they if you're in the forest like we were when we watched it, uh, it was like pine. It smelled like pine and water. And, uh, yeah, they, it's crazy. Like, uh, they like heighten the sound, I guess. Um, but yeah. And so you were saying, oh yeah. So like the scene where like towards the end, they're like running. Right. And it starts raining. And, um, in the theater, it starts raining in the theater. I was like, fucking, it was crazy to me. I was just like, that like was really immersive. And then like they had like the strobing effects, you know, for like the the lightning. So it was like really cool. That movie sucked. It was, it was, it was all right. It was not too bad. Yeah, I hated it because it was, like, one of those movies where it's, like, by this time, we're, like, deep in horror. So, like, we seen basically, we see, like, <laughs> I hate horror fans. I'm sorry. I hate horror fans sometimes because they be getting, like, weird, dude. Like, Oh, hell no, dude. Like, yeah, dude, I see, like, Wrong Turn 5, and I'm, like, bro, relax. I see, like, two of them, and that's it, dude. I don't need to know. Or, like, they're, like, they'll know, like, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. That's, like, that's, everybody knows about that. It's, like, you got to watch, like, Cannibal Genocide, and it's, like, this movie from the 70s, and you're, like, what the fuck? But, uh. At that time, we saw Blair Witch. You know, there was that big thing that this, we didn't know what movie it was. Yeah, yeah. No, because it wasn't named Blair Witch. What was it named? The Witch. No, no, no. It was the Blair Witch, but up until the release of it, it wasn't known what it was. Oh, okay. But yeah. anyways, that ending, it reminded me way too much of Wreck. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, Wreck yeah. was such a good movie. And you know how, like, Wreck, they have that lady. In this one, it's just, like, a tall person. Like, yeah, a it's tall, just, one of those I things. mean, from the start, it's one of those things that's, like, you can't. You it was can't, bad. The drone, the drone up. stuff was bad. It can't live up to the you know the original. Like like the original was a, a part of time. You know what I mean? It happened back then, and that's what it was. So I mean, from the start, it was doomed. But I still enjoyed the experience. You know. Got it. Yeah. So then I read it was that. Crowded too. When we went to go see it. What? It was crowded. We went to go see. Yeah. It. Yeah. I remember we went to go see uh, Fast and the Furious there too. One of the one of the last ones. Where they're de- the beginning, I don't know what's it, which one it is, but I just remember the beginning is in Cuba, and they're like right or, oh, or Puerto yeah, Rico, yeah, one of them, Cuba, yeah. Puerto Rico, and then they. I remember that there's a there's a part where they're like they like the they hit the exhaust with the flames, and there was like flames in the theater, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I just rem- I just I was like, remember Jesus that. Christ, I'm at a bad I'm at a bad buddy concert right now. What the hell's <laughs> going on, dude? I remember that part where he's in Puerto Rico. It was like so cheesy. You know the beginning. He's like yeah, getting yeah, out of the yeah, car. Yeah. That was like really weird, but yeah, that was that was. They cool like too. cut his brake line, and he's like, "I'll be okay." Yeah. <laughs> he like he opened the door and he put his hand on the cement and he stopped the car himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that scene in Friday where Smokey's trying to stop his car with his foot. Like Vin Diesel put out his steel toe boots and was just like. <laughs> so then, oh, I, yeah, I read that and then I saw Justice League. So I, I started, uh, just as a side note, I started uh, Eddie Wong's second book, uh, uh-huh. Double Cup Love. It talks a lot about um, like him coming to terms with his identity like later in life. And also it talks, uh, like right now it's a lot of like love stuff, like uh, like why he hasn't found love and shit. Oh, it's okay. cool. And I, I, like the way he, I like the way he writes because like with him, like I, I'm so familiar with him. Yeah. He's like one of those people. It's like when I read Bourdain's book or when I read like W. Kamau Bell's book, it's like I hear their voice yeah, while I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. 
And so it's cool to like, cause he writes that way. Like, oh man, I'll be like, you know, like he writes like, like get that shit out of here, as Camrod would say. Da 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 da. It's like, da, a narr- like, he, oh, narrate- it's like he narrates his own book, huh? What's that? It's like he narrates his own book, kind of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In your head, so yeah, yeah. I'm like a uh, hundred pages in on that, and that that one's a short one too. I think that's only like two hundred and something pages, but that's a cool book so far. Uh, so uh, yeah, go ahead with the the Snyder cut. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah. So that book and then the Snyder cut. I I saw it. See, so I dude, I really really enjoyed it. Like it was, mm-hmm. I I would say I would give it like an eight and a half, just mm-hmm. in my enjoyment. Um, the way we did it was like we we did it half the movie one night, half the movie the other night. Yeah, and that's, should, that's how most people should do it. Yeah, and uh, for that it worked out perfect. And like it's it's cool because like we wanted to continue the movie the first night, but I mean we had like the baby was gonna wake up in the morning, so we would have just screwed ourselves. So yeah. like we'll, we'll stop whatever. Dude, the whole second half of the movie was like so fun. I hated the second half of the Shut movie. Shut up, dude. I swear. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll show you the text I sent to Ralph. I hated that. Why? I, st- I stopped on part five, and I was like over it. I, w- I went back, and I was just like over it. I was like, man, this battle's way too long. I want more Batman. Like, And then the thing, like, my problem with movies like that is like, it's the Superman problem. It's like Superman is so powerful that it's like, unless you're going to bring out some kryptonite, this shit should be over in like five minutes because Superman is Superman. Like, he's a god, you know? Yeah. And so... Uh yeah, that's what I always get. And then the fact that they teased Darkseed, it was like I get what it's like. You know, I hadn't seen the first one, and it's in since since we first saw. It, I I was just while I was at my barber's pad, and like I just realized he was talking about it because we were talking about the movie, and I realized that I went with him to the movie theater, and we like hated the first one, and uh, that's been like over four or five years at this point. Yeah, see, I I never had seen the first the original, so like Let I me put it like this: I rewatch. I was trying to rewatch. The second, the the first one to yeah. like compare, uh-huh. and I was like getting to it, and then I got to the part where I remembered. I was like, I had checked out in the movie theater. So there's that part where they resurrect uh, Superman, right? Yeah. That they play it in this movie like hella serious, like you know that fucking. Of course, the cop pulls out the gun because what do you? What does a cop always do? Now pull out a gun to try to kill somebody. Yeah. You're not gonna kill Superman, bud, right? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't know, dude. That's like you're no, like. I, I would do that. I would grab my gun. <laughs> no, I'd be like, I'm gone, brother. <laughs> I would turn on the sirens and dip. But uh so like there's a part where he's like he shoots the laser rays at Batman and Batman's yeah. like getting crushed between the car and the laser rays and then Lois comes out and she's like, "Oh, don't, you know, like don't don't kill him." Yeah. Now, in this movie, they play it like he almost killed Batman and then Lois brings him to her himself and she's like, "Like you remember me, you know." And then yeah. they disappear and they go they they go out to his his childhood home. And the Joss Whedon inverted guess get this, right? So he starts beating up on everybody, uh-huh. and then he throws. He's like beating the shit out of Batman, and then he picks him up and he just throws him right. And then Lois comes and she's like, "Stop! Like you're gonna kill Batman!" Like da da da. Right? Uh-huh. They go on that whole tangent, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they come back, and then all of a sudden, there's like uh, an insert shot of Batman falling back to Earth, like boom, boom. He hits the ground, and then they all look at him, and it's just like a long pause, and he's like. Oh yeah, something's definitely broken. No, dude. <laughs> I swear. No. Dude, I'll send you the clip. And shit like that always happened in the Joss Whedon one. You're oh. just like, oh my god. Oh my god. It's like so. But I remember specifically in that, and I was looking for it, watching the second time, because I was like, I remember there was like a bit when they're fighting, and I was just like, this can't be real. Like I thought it was high. It was yeah. one of those moments where you like watch a movie high, and you're like, this isn't real. Like this isn't a like. Yeah, and I watched it. And I was like, "Holy shit! It really happened!" Like, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, because I mean, 
I mean, I, I haven't seen it. Like, I kind of want to go back and, and like watch it for the first time yeah. and just see. But like from what I've heard, everybody says this is a better version. Oh, yeah, by far. You know, I mean, uh, it's more fleshed out. Like there's no cyborg storyline in the first one. They just kind of show them. They don't really explain the mother boxes to you. Um, yeah, it's like uh, it's weird. It's weird. But like. I don't know. It was cool, and then Ralph thought I would like like the the end of it. Uh-huh. But it like to me, it's like unless they do something with all the with all the the stuff they did at the end, then it's like it's kind of it was for nothing. Yeah, like, but you just but put thirty minutes of that film on. You know, you put yeah. you put an extra twenty minutes on the film that uh, could essentially like nothing can happen to that. See, but but that's because you know nothing's gonna happen. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if you if you would if that would have just been. At that time, if it would have came out that way, like you know what I mean, we wouldn't. We would think, "Oh shit, we're gonna get more." Well, more flesh out, exactly. Know? So that's the thing, you know what I mean? It's about context. And yeah. So I see what he was trying to do, and uh-huh. you know, after the fact, he's come out with all these interviews saying that he didn't want Martian Manhunter at the end. He wanted uh, John Stewart at the end, which is the Black Green Lantern. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, uh And, you know, he was really ready to like expand the universe, like Marvel is now, and go like celestial, like to go to planet different planets you yeah, know, different yeah worlds and so it's cool but uh yeah it's one of those movies where it's like ah fine i'm never probably never gonna watch it again that's funny because um, i want to go back and rewatch scenes because like some scenes are badass you know dude like so for me like i did not like any of the wonder woman movies and yeah. like especially in 1984 i thought that was like really bad but dude wonder woman was like so badass in this movie to me like there's that that scene in the beginning. What is it? Like the bank robbery or something? And she comes, she breaks through the wall, and like she beats, like she has like the suitcase, and then she throws it up and it explodes, and then she comes back down, and like those guys are shooting at all like the the um, hostages, and like yeah. the action's like so visceral, like she's so fast, and like she's like smashing dudes' heads into the you know the wall and stuff. It was like really. That's why I like the first Wonder Woman because they do that a lot in the first Wonder Woman. And, like, it was just, like, his action is, like, visceral, you know, like, compared to, like, the other, I don't know, like, I don't know, I guess, like, Marvel movies are not like that, but, like, Marvel, I, like the Marvel movies are good, like, I like them, you know, like, like this was, I think, to me, besides Birds of Prey, maybe, was probably number two, this might be my favorite DC movie, you know, like, current, like, over, like, the Suicide Squad and, like, all, you know, all those movies, um, yeah. this is probably my favorite Birds of Prey was pretty good too. That probably be number two, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I wish there was more Snyderverse coming, you know. But whatever, you know. I was a I, I'm a big Man of Steel truther. Uh, I love that movie. I like and Batman I versus Superman. Dude. That movie because like I, the last thirty minutes are just kind of like pointless, mm-hmm. kind of like this one. It's just like fight, 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 fight. Like it doesn't really take into consideration like the real world ramifications. Oh of what yeah, I remember when that doing. came out. Yeah, but um, I liked the tone that he had set. It was like a man with no name kind of thing. Uh-huh. Where it was like, you know. Henry Cavill at that time was like, we had never seen that guy. And he's like, such a good Superman. He's such a good Superman. He is, dude. Um, But yeah, it's like, I mean, obviously my favorite DC are uh, the Nolan Dark Knight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's not you know, part of this. That's like, what, that's not like part of this, right? Like, that's just on its own? No, but I'm just saying DC in general. Yeah. See, okay, so this is my thing, like. I was I would have been more excited had this come out five four or five years ago uh-huh. and set up the universe to like to like have the opportunity to do the Flashpoint saga with Flash or like let's go Martian Manhunter let's go into fucking space you know what I mean like yeah. let's uh, do Green Lantern let's do Lantern Corp you know what I mean well that's like, let's that's do the, that, that was the plan you know 
What's that? That was like the plan. Like that's like what. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so when you do that, that's when I get excited because my favorite Marvel movies are the always the offshoots of that universe. So it's like I love Logan. I love Ant Man. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, Guardians was I like offshoot Ragnarok. At the time. Yeah. What's that? I said Guardians was an offshoot at the time. Now they're Correct, huge. You know? You know yeah, I mean? but yeah. Well, no, Guardians is like the infrastructure for that, for the next phase. Uh-huh. It's the infrastructure to go into space. You know what I mean? It's like, because then that goes with like Silver Surfer. That goes with Nova. That goes with uh, Captain Marvel. Like all this shit. But that, that that's there because Marvel is like four or five steps ahead of DC, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But I, it, it's just cool to know that like he had, uh, yeah, it was, he had the, the, the idea to make it that world that big. I... I kind of get frustrated with him as a director because he takes things too seriously. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I mean? That's kind of like Marvel or kind of tongue-in-cheek. Like the first Iron Man is so tongue-in-cheek. Like it sets up, you know, that he is a comic book character. He's not necessarily. Uh... But the problem with DC is like, you know, also you're you're talking about guys. You're not talking about mutants. You're not people that you're not talking about people who like stumbled into their powers. It's kind of like gods. You know I mean? Yeah. Like Aquaman's yeah, yeah, a god. Yeah. Wonder Woman is a god. Yeah. Like, Superman is a god. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard uh, to gauge that shit. But it, uh, uh, I, like I told you guys, I, I I probably won't watch it again. But to me, it was right in the middle. It's like it was okay, but I definitely got tired of it. The second half, I wish there was more Batman in it. Yeah. Um, hey, I think Ben Affleck is like a great Batman. Dude, I love I love Batfleck, man. That's like, yeah. like I wish they would make another Batfleck movie with like the new Joker, like the way the new like the way they have him now. Yeah, like, he was good. I, I like it. He was like super creepy. Jared Leto. Like, I like I, Jared Leto. I, I like this Joker better than the Suicide Squad Joker, like by far. You know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like it was just I don't know. Like that little scene he had was like so like effective. He had like this weird smile, like side smile, and his laugh was really creepy. Yeah. So I would love to see a, a standalone Batman movie with Ben Affleck. That would be fucking awesome. But um, we're getting Robert Patterson though. That's good too. I'm excited for a Matt Reeves Batman because yeah. from what I've heard, it's like he's trying to be he's trying to do what Batman is, which is Batman is a detective. You know, Batman comics are no ours. They're not mm-hmm. necessarily like these these like superhuman man. He's like Batman has no powers. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. a rich guy who like sticks his nose in places he shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, like well, like in the he movie, gets, they say like, well, like, what's your power? Whatever. He's like Batman. He's just like, oh, I'm rich. You know what I mean? Like, I got yeah, like exactly. all this shit, you know? Like, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm excited for shit like that. But um. Yeah, it was. It's very ambitious. Uh, I think it's a little self-aggrandized, and I think it's a little too self-serious. But uh, it, it was. Somebody, it was a little bit better liked, though. What's that? It was a little bit better compared to like Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman because like uh, the Batman vs Fla- Superman is not very good, but they have good bit. There's like good bits in it. Yeah, that like make me laugh. Like uh, that bit where the, it's like. Batman's camouflage. He's like running on the wall, and he like fights all those guys. That's like a great fight scene. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was I awesome. Think, I don't know if that's this. I don't know if that's the movie where Superman's in the air and he's like they're like fighting, but he's like I can't hear you. They're like oh yeah, 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 other. yeah. I don't know if that's the one. Yeah, I think that is. But like in this one, the Flash and and um, Aquaman had had some good scenes together. Some funny scenes, you know. And I, the I, Flash scene is very cool. Yeah, I do like Aquaman in this movie too. I didn't like the Aquaman movie, like the standalone movie. But yeah. I I like him in this movie, you know what I mean? Like he I like that he's a little bit more serious. He's like really goofy in his own movie. Yeah, and I don't like that. I don't know. Like Jason Momoa, I think was like better here. 
I want I want a group of people to sing whenever I disappear like those. That was that was a weird. Huh? That was pretty <laughs> that was weird, so dude. Dumb. I was like, what's going on, dude? <laughs> See, but like the thing is, like, like I'm such a like, cause like I'm super biased, right? Cause I love Zack Snyder. Like, so like, I remember when Zack Snyder made uh, Dawn of the Dead. That was probably the most hyped I've ever been, dude, for a movie to come out. Yeah. Like I remember, like me and my cousin were so hyped on it, like, and then like USA did this thing where they they played the first 15 minutes of the movie. Like a week before it came out, and like me and my cousin called each other on the phone, and we were like waiting till midnight to watch it, and then like we were fucking blown away. Like that, the opening scene for Dawn of the Dead is just um, still amazing, dude. Oh, I mean, the first fifteen minutes of that movie is like yeah, bar none, one of the best intros to a horror movie ever made. Period. Period. Yeah. Like, it's up there with the original Night of the Living Dead. Like, you know, the the cemetery scene. Like, yeah, exactly. That shit, it just goes. It's like it was a whole new version of zombie. It just yeah. went. So I was you know, like, she so wakes stoked. up the bathroom scene and the they little girl. She goes, gets in her car, and they're like chasing her, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, that's gnarly. The whole driving through the town and seeing your your hometown being destroyed and everybody's freaking <laughs> out, yeah, yeah. So then we saw that, and then like we went to this um to like this premiere they had, and we went to the movie theater, and they had they gave us like all pop free popcorn sodas and hot dogs, and they had like a video game competition for GameStop, and like. You watch the movie, and then Zack Snyder was there, and he was talking and everything. And then, like after the, that, you you like before the movie, you played like a video game competition, and then I made it to like the finals, and I played on the big screen, and I won yeah. like two thousand dollars of like GameStop money. Yeah, and um, that movie was like my favorite movie of all time at that time, you know. So like Zack Snyder is just like, and then he did like. Um, and you didn't know anything about Zack Snyder. You just knew that he was like doing the Dawn of the Dead within. Like, yeah, the, because the I was like remake. a big horror fan. But then I looked back because before that he did more like some Morrissey videos, and then um, uh, Peter Murphy. And I liked Peter Murphy, and so yeah. I went back and looked at his videos, and I was like, oh yeah, this guy's fucking sick, you know. So I was already got like it, got it. after that, you know, I was just, like hooked on him. But like I I, en- I enjoyed everything he's done so far, you know. And like he has that. I new- haven't. I mean, no, I definitely haven't. Sucker Punch was a huge miss for me. I, I liked it. It was cool, dude. I think we saw it together, I, right, in the theater. I I only liked the three hundred, um, and uh, yeah, three hundred, <laughs> three hundred, and uh, I like Batman versus or uh, Man of Steel, and Dawn of the Dead. His um new movie comes out on Netflix this year. I think it's the Army of yeah, the Dead. Yeah, heist Army of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like Rainbow Six, the the fucking Vegas edition. <laughs> yeah, with zombies. <laughs> yeah, that looks awesome, man. I can't wait for that. But yeah, I'm like a, I'm a, you know. So I I went into this like super excited for it. You're a Zack Snyder stan. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I wrote this letter so <laughs> ten years ago. Was <laughs> every time I I can't even remember, dude. <laughs> Oh, you did Watchmen too. Watchmen, Watchmen was cool. COVID, <coughs> COVID, <coughs> COVID. Don't don't jinx yourself, dude. <laughs> oh shit, dude! I don't go out anymore, dude. And then now with work going back to this shit, oh man, I'm fucked. But um, all right, so let's get into the story real quick, right. uh, because we only got a little bit amount of time. Uh, all right, so this is a story. <laughs> this is another show story. This was one of the first times uh, me and Ruben went to the Avalon. I don't know if this was the first time. I think it might have been, that, or it, it, if it wasn't the first, it was the second, because we were like, no, this is the first time because the second time we knew already where, where to park and shit for, uh, uh, the Alexis on fire show. Cause we parked in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this now everything's coming to me now. All right. So this All is right. what happened. We went to go see Circus survive thrice in Pelican at the Avalon in Hollywood. 
and at the time, the Avalon, you know, right across the street from Capitol Records was uh, a really good venue. At the, like I was telling Ruben before we got on the pod, it's like the Avalon, I don't know if they just changed promoters or they don't have the same promoters or the same bookers, but I don't really see shows anymore. And if I do, they're like bands I don't listen to. Yeah. And so this was a while ago. I don't remember. This had to be, what, 2006, 2007, yeah, around that time? Um, and I remember we drove out to Hollywood and... We were, you know, to get to the Avalon, you have to get off on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. You go past the Palladium and it's on Hollywood and Vine. Now, so we were going down there and I remember that we went down there and the street was blocked off and we didn't know why at the time. Like right at Hollywood and Vine, it was blocked off. So we couldn't make a right to go up Vine to park in the Avalon parking lot. Did We, we didn't even know they had a parking lot you park in. Yeah. So we had to go around and I remember we went around and we jumped on... I want to say it was sunset because I know sunset runs up. It like runs, uh, it turns around, right? And it runs up. And then we parked on the back street. I forgot which street it was, but we went all the way around. We parked on the street. And like me being the cheap ass that I was at the time, before I learned that, you know, it's easier just to pay 20 fucking dollars to park in a parking lot as opposed to getting like (laughs) a $80 ticket when you think you can park in like a two hour fucking zone, you know? Uh Um, I remember we parked up the hill. And this is one of the first times Ruben got stoned. Yeah. And uh, I remember we getting stoned in the car. And when I got stoned, I was stoned. Yeah, because that's like I never, like I was, I, I'm like the type of person that just gets worried a lot about shit. And I remember I was like kind of stressing it, but like I was like, fuck it, let's just do it, you know? Like I remember we parked and we smoked. And I just remember like always being like, oh shit, someone's walking there. Because everybody is walking to the show, you know, like they're passing our car. Yeah. But so like at, when you're young like that, you just think like, oh, this is like so taboo or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get arrested. Yeah. You're gonna get arrested. Yeah, or we're like hot, we were hot boxing in G's ride. Yeah, we were hot boxing in G's ride, and then like so I was like super paranoid already. Like oh fuck, you know. But yeah. <laughs> and so I remember we take off and we start walking, and then all of a sudden we realize, you know, we see the cops at the end of the street again, and we start hearing people talking. And I don't know how we found out, but. One of the guy tells us, somebody tells us that, oh yeah, they blocked off because somebody robbed, like robbed or is on the, robbed a, robbed a, a bank or what? I don't know what it was. They, they, it was like a robbery and it turned into a car chase. So they blocked off the street that's directly in front that or the street that the Avalon is on. So but like by the you, time we had parked and got down there, it's like they had caught the guy, but he was like right there. At yeah. The he intersection. was on that street. Yeah. And so, and like, so it, like, we, we were, were already, walking. Ruben yeah. was freaking out because he saw all these car, he saw all these cop cars, yeah. and we're walking. And I'm like, dude, chill out, bro. Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> and in my head, I get really, I get really uh, 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 nervous because then it's like, my biggest thing is I need to get into the venue. I need to get into the venue. I just need to give the tickets to the guy, and yeah. I need to get into the fucking venue. Like, <laughs> I don't want this guy to ask me questions. And now I got a guy who's like freaking out right next to me. So now I have to speak for him when we get to the fucking door. Like, uh, he, <laughs> like we're good, man. Just you know, give the tickets. We're in. Like, and okay. So, so this is this is why we, I was freaked out. Though. The, let, let me say why I, I was freaked out. So I'm already paranoid. We see these cars driving. It's cop cars driving by every once in a while. And we we're walking down, and like Mitchell was a cheap ass, like he said, and we we parked far. So I remember, yes. like, I had a lot of time to think about it before we got to the venue. And when we turned the corner to go to the actual venue, like the streets blocked off, and there's all these cop cars, and like there was literally cops like on the, on each corner of the street. You know, yeah. I guess just like kind of scoping everything out, making sure people aren't coming <laughs> in. So I was like, "Oh fuck!" You know, like I was already like, "This is it, guys." My my They're chemicals are up. We're smoking a joint. Yep. <laughs> yeah, my chemicals are up, dude. I was like, "This is it." I'm done for, man. I got to update that Kawhi showed emotion. All right, sorry. 
I gotta watch it, dude. Ah! <laughs> so we go inside the venue, and I just remember, I'll never forget, we go inside, and I've only had this happen maybe four or five times in my life where I go to a show, and I'm like tr- entranced by the band playing. We go in, and Pelican is playing. And we're at the back, and Pelican is an instrumental, like, sludge metal band. And so there's no singing. It's just like, and you could, like, feel it, like, reverberating off your fucking head. And I just remember being, like, so entranced in them. And you, like, kept tapping. I'll never forget. You kept tapping me on the shoulder, like, let's go to the front. Let's go to the front. And I kept being, like, I, I, I felt like I couldn't talk. So I was just, like, I was just, like, I, I don't, I was making motions to be, like, chill out. Like, chill out. You know what I mean? Like. And, we uh, went to the front, right? We got to the front. But I it was just funny because yeah. I remember being like so stoned and just being like, oh my God, this is like the greatest music I've ever fucking heard in my life. Dude, I remember and, uh, like, because the like, Pelican's real sludgy. And I remember his guitar that was like, you know, like, and I just remember <laughs> like, oh shit, my heart is following his, his guitars. And I was like, he's going too slow. Fuck, you better speed up, dude. My heart's going too slow. <laughs> Uh, I know that's even the one time I, the, the one time I went to go see Genghis Tron, which is like this deathcore grindcore like electronic band and they were playing at the glass house and they had like 10 strobe lights on the fucking stage and they're just playing this like wah, 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 and it's like doo, 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 doo. and like dudes are like <laughs> flaring in the pit but like those lights are just like strobing and i just remember being like stoned and your reaction time is off so it's like every time i would blink i would try to catch the light it was like oh that's <laughs> such a sick feeling um but yeah i, I remember that ha- that happened it's, it's happened a couple other times but I remember off the, off the top of the head, but yeah. So we saw them. Show. And then I remember the, the one thing I do remember that show, it was like Circa's last show on the tour or it was the last show of the tour because then like uh thrice was a headliner. And when thrice went to play, like Circa came out and they were like dressed in costume or they oh, were like yeah, naked, yeah. remember? And yeah. they played and they came out and like, uh, yeah, fucked with them while they were playing. Yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. That was cool, man. Like that was, dude, what a show, right? Pelican, yeah, thrice and crazy, Circa. Right? That's crazy. I remember yeah. the the other time I got high. One time was I saw me and Mickey went to go see Crosses, and we got like crossfaded in the car. And it was at the yeah. um, what's that venue in Orange County? Uh, the Observatory. The Observatory, yeah. And I remember we like, we smoked and then we were drinking and like I, I we we got into like the venue, and we were watching it and it felt like I was in a movie. Like I don't know, I couldn't. It's hard to describe it, but like I was just like I'm in like a either a CW show. Or like a movie, you know what I mean? Like I felt like those two things, yeah. and like you know, crosses is very like you know slow already, and then like very like I don't know, like trance, like put you like in a trance, you know? It was weird. Yeah. That that was another show where I felt like, oh, this is like crazy, like just like it takes you somewhere else. So it's really cool. I don't get crossfaded anymore because I remember one time I went to go see LP. He was playing at the Echo. This is before he was in Run the Jewels, uh-huh. um, and. This was LP, like uh, El Producto. Like, this is, I want to say, uh, Cancer for Cure or Cancer for whatever. Um, one of his last solo albums. And uh, I remember I drank three tall cans of Budweiser. This one I was in the fucking $5 phase of like buying oh, yeah. three tall cans of Budweiser. And then I remember I, was, <laughs> uh, I smoked a joint and I've never been like that fucking high in my life or like that drunk. So I remember going inside and by the time I walked from my car, cause I parked by the park. What is that? Uh, Echo park. Yeah. And I, I didn't park in the, those parking, stru- uh, parking lots we usually do. I parked in the park, found parking. And then I walked to the venue and by the time I got in the venue, I couldn't even stand up. Like I had to go, there's a pole right there, right in the center. It's not in the center, but it's like off to the right. 
you know, there's like that. It, oh, yeah. Now yeah, the echoes yeah, like opened up. Yeah, there's yeah. like one pole right in the fucking middle. You yeah. know what I mean? I remember leaning up against that. And I just remember being like, holy shit, I'm not going to make it. Like, and th- this is, I want to mind you, this is like 10 o'clock. Uh, this dude named Despo is on. He's uh-huh. opening for them. Um, and like hip hop shows, especially at the Echo, he's not going on to like 12, 1230. And I was just <laughs> like, all right, I got to get to the, I got to get outside. You know, in the back of the Echo, in between the Echo Plex and the Echo, there's a, like a patio area where people go outside to smoke. But you have to walk. The Echo is one of those venues where you have to walk like through the crowd to get to either restroom or to that that place you know what i mean yeah so i remember i was like fuck dude i was like swaying i could feel myself swaying you know against the wall i'm swinging against the wall <laughs> i never get it and i was like fuck it i just need to get outside i need a breather like i need to go out there like if i gotta throw up i gotta throw up and i remember walking and you gotta like walk between people and i remember putting out my arms like i was like had my arms against a wall and i'm walking 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 and i just lose my balance and i eat shit i just fall on the ground I was so stoned and high that I couldn't get up. What, like I dude. was glued to the ground. And I'll never forget it. This black dude grabs my fucking arm and picks me up. And he's like, hey, man, are you okay? And I'm like, and I just, I don't know. I don't even remember what I said. I honestly, I felt like I gurgled to the guy. And he's like, hey, man, you need to chill out, bro. Like, <laughs> and he walked me over to security. And security was like, hey, man, are you okay? And they're like, you need to go outside, man. And they walked me to the front of the venue. Yeah. And I was like so freaked out. That I was like, I'm, I gotta go. This is like LP hadn't even gone on. I was just like, I gotta go. Like I can't. Uh-huh. And I remember I walked back to my car and I sat in there and I was like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm getting home. Like I don't know. Yeah. And I just remember I passed out for two hours. I remember I passed out and by the time I woke up, it was 12:30, and I was still stoned. I was still like, oh my god, dude. Like, <laughs> and you know me, I was like, I gotta get home. And I'll never forget that, dude. I was like, so scared to get home. I was like, how do I get get home, like, on the streets? Yeah. And I remember getting off uh, near, uh, uh, what is that? What's that place? Uh, it's like a, a Mexican restaurant right Tepioc? by Children's Court. It's in, like, Monterey Park area. Luminarias? Is that what it's called? Luminarias? I think that's what it's called. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's right by, Cal- it's across the street from Calcet LA. And I know how to get home from there, from the streets. <laughs> so I just got off there, and I just went home like that through, like, fucking Rosemead, San Gabriel, like, uh, Monterey Park shit like that, which is probably probably more dangerous and more chances of getting pulled over by the police by going to the street, right? Right? Yeah. But I just like was so freaked out because I was like, I don't want to go past forty. That dude sold you out, man. <laughs> he fucking picked you up and took you to security. No, dude. I, I'll. Ne- I like. I if I could, if I were to if that guy remembers me to this day, I'd like. I could only imagine what I look like. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I like that guy saved my life, dude. Like fuck, like. I honestly think I would just be le- sitting there, like I wouldn't be able to get up. That's crazy, man. I would have had a panic attack, man, for sure. That guy just picked me up. I was like so out of it. I was just like, oh my god, yeah, that was gnarly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember that circus show. That was a good show. That was a fun show. That was a, uh, like I said, we haven't been to the Avalon that many times. We also did see Salesin. I think it was Salesin and Alexis on Fire. Yeah, I remember seeing Alexis on Fire. I forget who opened for them though. Because I remember Salesin. We went upstairs. And we watched them from the top. And that was oh, when Cove was in the band. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same show, though. I but know, I know I Trash, Talk, so. Trash Talk opened for all of them. And that was a show where we got there so early that, like you said, uh, before we got on the pod, that people were sitting on the ground. Yeah, that was weird. that many people there. I guess that's the thing there, though. I don't know. Like, we got there, and then everybody was just sitting, like, Indian style <laughs> on the on the pit. I was yeah. like, what the fuck's going on, dude? And I guess that's, that's just, like, a thing that there, they do. We used to get to shows hella early. Yeah, it was like we got there within when it was light out, and we wouldn't leave until it was dark. Now I get there when it's dark, and I leave when it's early. 
Wow. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like Matthew McConaughey over here. <laughs> All right, that looks like uh, that sounds like a good spot to end this pod. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. My haritos got me through this shit. You know, got that little sugar punch. Boom, baby. <laughs> what uh, flavor you got? This episode. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this pod. I enjoyed this one. Uh, you got anything to say to the people, Ruben? Uh, no. Just uh, watch Snyder Cut. Hey, uh, what's it? What's the what's the new hashtag? Uh, continue the Snyderverse or something? Or it's like, oh god, dude, let's do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right he's gonna go down some reddit rabbit holes after this pod guys uh all right guys uh like always hit us up in the dms if you guys are feeling uh frisky if you know what i mean ralph that means you melissa that means you uh but yeah thanks for listening again and we shall bring you another episode next week later guys bye